Greetings and welcome to the Spooky Scouts. If you found us, you show an interest in questioning the suspicious, investigating the intriguing, and attempting to distinguish fact from fiction. Each meeting, we will evaluate a topic of choice and find stories, evidence, and history to discuss and debate. Join us in earning some merit badges, Spooky Scouts, if you survive. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Welcome, uh, Spooky Scouts. Hello. Can't talk. Okay, you're here too. I'm here. <laughs> Welcome. How is everyone on this lovely Sunday afternoon? Now that it's getting dark at 4:30 p.m. Ugh, it got dark at 5:30 here, so I'm not quite to the 4:30 point. Oh, I think the earliest so it'll be will be five. I think for me, the 4:30, the fourth. It's like it's rough. It's rough. That's it's rough. a hard it's a hard transition from the normal day to it's dark at 4:30 good luck and I'm like <laughs> time to go to sleep yeah um oh the honey good 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 luck I hate job interviews I hate authority <laughs> oh yeah job interviews are hard I I've learned like I, I'm bad. sure I first it. of all I'm sure you did wonderful and I'm sure you you'll did. get the job I believe in you. Um, but I've, I've learned to just, like, be as obnoxious as po- I don't know. I just tell jokes and, like, just goof at, at interviews like that, and it seems to work well. That's so just good. Just be yourself. Just, yeah. Just be yourself, because that's who they're trying to figure out. That's about. true. You know, that's my motto, is, like, they're trying to figure out if they even, if you've passed to the that's point true. where you're at an interview, they want to know if they like you as a person. That's so true. just be yourself and be weird if you are, and it's fine. That's true. You can, yes- officially now you can put spooky scout on your resume you can say that you have participated in paranormal research yes and that uh you show up to the, uh, regional meetings Is yeah regional meetings <laughs> regional north uh, american regional spooky scout meetings usually weekly yeah. but sometimes i don't know yeah that's sure 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 right. that's yeah. fine international international meetings <laughs> Yes. Global. Global. Global <laughs> meetings. Very official. We're very official company. Uh, scout masters. I don't know. Yeah. Scout masters. Yeah. Yeah. It's fine. You can put us as a reference. I don't know if I'll answer my email, but I'll try my best. Yeah. So how have you, how have you been, Kayla? Any that show Anything exciting? You can show them your tattoo. Yeah. So I got... That's exciting. Uh, an addition on my sleeve. I mean, it's very shiny because it's brand it's new. very shiny but. right now because it's got aquifer all over it. So this is, he's sideways, but that is Koshchei the Deathless. Co- Koshchei the Deathless. Yeah, he is an undead wizard. So he's also same same fairy tale realm as Baba Yaga. So all of this is going to eventually like be a big sleeve that's all themed to that. So I go back in a couple weeks to get Maria Marevna, who is a warrior princess who chained up Koshchei in her dungeon basement. That's what he's doing. Get Basically, him. in the story, a dumb man comes and she's like, don't go in my basement. And he's like, what if I did? And uh, Koshi is down there and he's chained up and he's like, I'm thirsty, bro. And he the guy gives him water and he is like, all right, I'm going to fucking bust out of here right now. And he turns into like smoke and busts out. Yeah. And so that's what you get when you don't listen. Yeah. No, not Doc Martin said. Said you got so much done already, which your tattoo is very fast. He, he is, is very, very fast. fast. I yeah. was texting Holly and like we started at like two thirty, and he was done with the line. I mean, art my by four. my rats 
were, I mean, this was three sessions just to get these My Little Ratties done. So that's, that's very fast. Yeah, he's very fast and he's lovely and I love him. And I will put his Instagram in the chat so you guys can yeah, follow him if you choose because I love him. I would um, love to come visit one day and get a tattoo by him because I think his work is is really wonderful. He's he's a sweetie. Like he yeah. he always likes hearing about the pigeons and stuff. So no, <laughs> you know you know he's a good one. Oh, like Nuggy who did a wing twitchy recently. Yeah, yeah. I was telling Holly Nuggy is like he's special. He did a wing twitchy. He did a little. He did a twitchy, like, behaviorally, he's not correct as yeah. far as the pigeon goes, because he just was not raised with pigeons and, like, maybe has some brain damage. But he did a little, like, wing twitch that means he's happy, and that's, like, one of the <laughs> few times I've ever seen him do it. So, that's not so that he's sweet. unhappy, it's just, like, he doesn't behave the correct way. It's so sweet. I'm so glad. Beast of War said that they had a tattoo question. Uh, if they do color, do you have to wait for the line art to heal or anything? Or is it the same day? Usually the line art is first and then the color and like line art and shading or whatever is first and the color is after. Yep. Like you're getting color on yours, but my rats, I wanted just black and white. So like they're forever black and white. So I suppose if I ever wanted to, I could add color, but yeah, yeah. you could go back and get it. But yeah, so like, all of the, the stuff I have was, this was all black and white first, and then I would go back after it healed and do the color. But what we'll probably do is, um, he did this guy all in black and white with shading, and we're probably going to come in and do the rest in black yeah. and white with shading, and then go back and do color, I think is what he was thinking. So it'll be like a couple more. It'll be things. similar color to your your top top sleeve. Yeah. yeah, and then I get to do this bit, which I'm not No, that about. one's so awful, like, right here. <laughs> yeah, he was like, I was thinking about doing a smoke swirl on the elbow, and I was like, that sounds terrible, but also cool, I so mean, go for it. <laughs> it is, it is, this part's not great, but, like, she, my tattoo artist also tried to avoid it, so, yeah. I mean, they, they try to, but it's like, if you're doing a sleeve, you know. Yeah, I do gonna, really want to go to back to my tattoo artist eventually and get some more filler for my little rat sleeve, maybe some, yeah. like... I don't know, like bugs, some sigil detritus, <laughs> some razor vine, <laughs> some razor vine and some like some detritus. I don't know. Because it's all like this is my sigil sleeve. So six sad world tattoos. Yes. <laughs> um, I only have one color tattoo, which is my lady of pain tattoo, which I think is really funny. I love tattoo to tattoos, but I've been so sad because it was so hard to get one during COVID and I didn't want to go and get one. And now I can, but I can't afford it. So it's like, you gotta, you gotta save up. The good ones are expensive. You gotta yes. save up for them. Yes, it's true. So you gotta, you gotta make sure to save up. I really want a chess piece, but I gotta save up for that one. Save up. But yeah. You gotta save up. Cause they're not necessary. They're just for fun. <laughs> it's just for funsies. Yeah, like it's just I didn't. For funsies. I didn't get this done for a long time because I've had the my arm done for yeah. like a year. So I finally was like, I'm gonna do the rest. I wasn't originally going to, but then I was like, whatever. And now it's like I already feel a lot cooler. So no, it's got great. That going I love for it. Me. I love yeah tattoos. Spooky scouts. We like tattoos here. If you don't, it's okay. <laughs> That's also okay. Yeah, live your bliss. Let's see. What have I been up to? That's not nothing as exciting. Nothing as exciting. We, I mean, mostly I've just been working on store stuff. That's yep. literally all I've been working on. I did get a really good bagel today, so I was exciting. Ooh, <laughs> there's this like bagel place. Oh, and I went to the coolest shop today because it was by the bagel place. I went to go meet my friends 
Denise and Callum, my Denise. nephew, my chosen Callum. nephew and chosen <laughs> sister, Denise. I went to go meet them in Capitol Hill and uh, we got a bagel. And then I went to this, sh- this store that was called New, New York Ex- Exchange. I think it's like NX Exchange on Instagram, but it's just like super goth store. Like amazing, Ooh. like all of the like Kill Star stuff, like all of the like, but you can like see it in person. Which was so exciting. I was just like, oh my god, look at all this spooky stuff. And they had like wigs and like makeup and just like all this spooky goth stuff. It was very fun. I got myself some of those cut off hobo gloves because I was cold. Nice. (laughs) And then I got Jared a present. So that's all I got there. Yay! (laughs) I'll have to show you. It's really cool. I got him a very cool present. It's like a cool like like adventure style like vest. It's very cool. Oh, that's perfect for him. But next time you visit, I'll have to take you there because it was it was so awesome. I never get to go to stores that have all those brands that like we like and like look at, but like in person. That's so, so much better too. Cause sometimes ordering online, like I've gotten better at figuring it out, but like a lot of brands, like we were talking about a brand we mm-hmm. really liked new works yes. and how it's like one of their things will be sized massively different than the other. Yes. They use different fabrics and you just don't expect it. And it's yeah. Okay. I actually saw them at a different store and, um, I saw some of their older stuff compared to their newer stuff and it's their older stuff is so much softer and I'm just like what happened when well, it's like they have they have like some like, stuff that's happened? in really soft fabric yeah. and then some stuff's in this like it's like a like sandpaper ass it's like, like sheets. Just, yeah it's, it's like it's weird I don't know I I me the we crowing hens personally would not have signed off on that fabric as much as I love their designs, I like to live in soft sacks. So. Yes, I agree. Yeah, and it's like, I, I think like I got a button up shirt from there and it was that stiffer one. And I washed, after washing it, it loosens up. Yeah. But it was like, but like I, I want to live in a soft sack. Like mm-hmm. I want to live in a, in a soft, I just want to be soft. Yep. Like that's why I'm like, I want everything to be like comfy. Because if not, it's going to make me sad. And preferably so. knitted. Preferably knitted and comfy, yeah. yeah. But I love their designs. Like, I love their designs a lot, but I was just like, ugh. Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. Try washing ugh. it a few times and see. Yeah. Anyway, so that's that's mine. That's my that's my fun fashion discussion. But it was very fun. It was nice to have a day out with friends and see some see some fun things and see some fashion. I never go down to Capitol Hill unless I'm like, unless I'm literally getting a COVID shot. So like, <laughs> it's like down, it's like, it's literally only tw- like, it's not even two and a half miles from my house, but it's like downtown. Mm. So you know what I mean? Like it's like yeah. the parking's hard and like, I got to like, it's like you, it's just like a whole thing. I'm it's just like, like too far to walk, but then like in awful I should, to park. I should take the bus. Like, like if I want to go down there, like I should take the bus because driving's terrible. So I feel anyway. like public transportation is still a little scary right now, though. Yeah, like even still. Yeah, so I'm, I don't know. So it's kind of like you know downtown. So downtown. Oh, sorry, downtown. Downtown. Anyway, so yeah, that's my fun, exciting thing. Uh, fun fashion. Fun going downtown, getting fun fashion, fashion for other people, but still enjoying uh, texturally grabbing everything. Yes. And supporting a small business, it sounds yeah. like. Yeah, it's a small business downtown in Capitol Hill. It's called, oh my God, what was, there's some other name, but New York Exchange is it. So if you're in Seattle, check it out. It's super, super cool. Like, I really, I'm like excited to go back and see what they get in because it's all the cool stuff that I like to find. 
Nice. So that's fun. I was like, how have I never been here? It's And it's big, too. Like, it's like digging through, like, a treasure chest. Like, you could Ooh. find stuff behind other stuff. And I'm like, oh. Gosh, yeah. that's so fun. We don't have anything. Like, like every Buffalo Exchange around here is, like, awful stuff. Like, I don't know. Yeah. So oh, I don't, we Twitch, don't have anything good here. Twitch must fear. You're correct. Home of the Hendrix statue and the best pho. Good, good advice. Yeah. No, I, I really like Capitol Hill. It's just like, I just need to take the bus down there because I just don't like driving down there. So, and the buses here are actually fairly, well, fairly good. Good. So, but yeah, today we're going to talk about, <laughs> so anyway, thank you for, yeah, today, <laughs> thank you, Kayla, for, uh, <laughs> I, I sent Kayla, so let's start this. <laughs> oh my God. Bees of War. Yes. Uh, perhaps. See, I personally don't like those shirts. But I understand the need for those shirts. So yes, that that Wait, is what? Uh, the women's shirts, women's spooky scout shirts. We always oh, get unisex with like V necks and stuff. Yeah, yeah. We could do like a V neck shirt. That'd be cute. Yeah, I think that's. I I know my friend Ashley does not like crew necks just because of of bubas. I know. So yeah. she likes V necks, but Wait, um, and I'm very like I'm just like I don't think about that, and I should. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't think don't about have, it either. I, I just nothing, get. So. I prefer unisex cuts because then they're like. I can get them big, and then it's yeah. like a soft sack. So, <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so it's just like, like all the clothes we make are soft sacks. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> Most of the thing are just like, mm, soft sack. Just gonna wear that. So yeah, we're like, this shirt's really soft, so we could get it in an extra large and be in a sack. Like <laughs> yeah. it's fine. So I apologize. Yes, it is a possibility in the in the future to have more fitted shirts, but uh, I. Yes. I that is just our mo is soft sack. Yeah, please know so. that whenever we're picking out a shirt style, we want to pick the one that is going to make you feel like you're in a sack, <laughs> oh not like a gendered said, thing. So this Ferengi like human, <laughs> human female shirt, <laughs> like the human. Yes, I know humans. Uh, yeah, no, I I totally understand the need for that. So we will look into that in the future, and I understand. So thank you. Anyway, what was I talking about before I laughed about the Ferengi? Oh, yes. Ugh, I soft. sent you I sent you the stupidest BS, like, awful television show. Because I have, so I have the, I have the Hulu, tel- like, live television because I like to punish myself. <laughs> and so I watch just about every paranormal show on there. Like, more or less to find inspiration for Spooky Scouts because I think some of the stuff is legitimately interesting. But some is so bad. Some is so bad. And I just, I just, uh, yeah, it's so bad. And so I found like three different shows that I I believe were edited by the same company. And there is all beyond belief style, like kind of like reenactments plus some actual footage, but like then one real video. And it was, um, paranormal caught on camera it was like these woods are alive, or these woods are oh, these woods are haunted, and then the other one um, was a ghost ruined my life, which we already talked about. <laughs> but paranormal, <sighs> so paranormal caught on camera, which why it was so inspiring to me was be not inspiring, but so fascinating. I wouldn't say inspiring is a, it's not that, but it's not it's not inspirational. No, but why it was so fascinating to me was that they take they take submissions. They take viewer submissions and that I, I'm like, I love that because I love it's like how we get stories. I love viewer submissions. I think it's amazing. And I think that's some of my favorite paranormal content because it's straight from people. So it's like America's Funniest Home Videos, but with ghosts. Yes. 
<laughs> yes. Great. It's but it's like that. So, but it's like there's a a huge discrepancy between quality of videos. Well, sure. Like <laughs> there was this one and I I apologize because I did not I was just full disclosure, I was very hungover all weekend. <laughs> But I did not get a chance to to get the episodes in which I wanted to use examples. So those on the podcast actually get a boon where I'm going to describe it to you. Yes. But there was one, like there's a few where they're very clearly not paranormal. Like very clearly not. Very clearly. Was like, it just like a guy walking by and they're like, oh. no, it was like, they're like this monster washed up on a shore. And I'm like, that is a raccoon. I'm very sorry, but that is a bloated, dead, hairless raccoon. I can tell it's a raccoon. I've seen raccoon skeletons. That's a raccoon. And they're like, could it be could the it legendary? Be? I'm like, it's not the legendary anything. Oh, is it's that like the raccoon. Montauk monster? You remember that? Is that the thing? No, it was a different one because oh it was just gosh. submitted by a user. They're like, what's this monster? And I'm like, that is a dead raccoon. Like if you, they're like, it's not a dog. I'm like, no, it's a raccoon. It's not a dog. So it must be mythological. Like, you can, I can, I mean, if I, from all the dead things I've handled, I'm like, I know that's a raccoon. Like I can tell that's a raccoon skeleton. Like, I'm sorry you think it's like a chupacabra, but that's a raccoon. <laughs> but the worst part about this show is that like after every, after every like single like four or five video like clips, it's like, it like gives you advice and it's like always what? yes the ones later like you i don't know if you got this far but the ones later like always believe everything you see and i'm like what what <laughs> like it's like a like, fortune cookie yes, it's like it like literally gives you bad advice it gives you like shitty advice and it's like if you see something weird believe it's the supernatural I'm like that is literally the opposite of like oh no. <laughs> yeah I know, and it's it's literally the opposite of, like, paranormal investigation. And eventually they bring on these, like, YouTubers and, like, the gr- uh, like a producer from Smosh. Oh, <laughs> this is like, the Smosh one. I'm just like, what is happening here? Like, what is happening? I can't. No, I, I watched the first four episodes of A Ghost Ruined My Life. Yes. Which was... Um, <laughs> a Ghost Ruined My Life is so funny. A time. That was a time. Like <laughs> I just can't. I picked it purely because of the name. When you were like, yeah, I've been watching this. I'm like, it's I'm a, there. But it's it's edited by the same people that, that edit this for... The Woods Are Haunted or whatever. And Paranormal Caught on Camera. It's the same company. So t- tell me about the woods are haunted first. Like that it, one so was the best one I watched. Or these woods are haunted is was what it's called. If you so, go back and watch that, it's actually the best one I've watched. Because is it just it's, like a specific like region that this is set in, or is it different woods that are haunted? It's more just like it's people's strange footage, but also their encounters. Like, and it's much more like based on people's experiences. I think than like sensationalizing it. Like, I don't know. I feel like it had the most, it had the most evidence than the other ones. The other ones, like, because it also didn't at the end of the episode say, if you see something weird, it's paranormal. Don't look into it. Like, literally, like, they said that. My God. Oh, and in one episode on the paranormal caught on camera, this was my favorite one. And I, I just... I'm, I will find it, like, I'll find it on YouTube or something and link it into the show notes because this was the best one that just made me be like, I'm done with this. This Uh-oh. is the dumbest. This is the dumbest thing. And it was this guy who was like a pastor 
And on his like home camera, he saw like an orb or something like floating. And he's like alerted his camera and he goes out into his living room and he's like, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. It is obvious. Like it is like so painfully obvious that it's just a spider web in his camera. <laughs> That's like, like, we should do that every time a feather flies by the I camera. I know, no, that like, it, like, because, like, I deal with a lot of, yeah, you've got birds, you deal with a lot of dust, you deal with spiders, bird, bird dander gets in the spider webs, and he's, like, looking at this, like, cl- it's, and then they're, like, and then the orb, like, like, created two orbs. You can see it's clearly the spider web just, like, going like this. Oh my god! Like, I'm like my dudes. That's a spider web. Like, and this guy is out there. Like, I saw this. It was real. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Like, I can't deal with like. Okay, like was, I, don't I know was that dying. I was dying. I was like home. Like Jared's been gone on a magic thing, so I've just been watching this stuff, and I was like just maybe drunk, just maybe laughing a little at bit. this guy. Maybe a little tipsy, just laughing at this guy going Jesus, 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 Jesus. at. At a clearly reflection of a spider web in his home camera. And I'm just like, I can't. I just can't. It's like the worst of the paranormal community. I'm like, just, this is like, please look at your camera. Like, I just. That's like, so, yeah. I, I think in general, I cannot deal with orbs. Like, I've tried to b- believe it or like, under or have some suspension of disbelief, but in every single case, I've always seen it and been like, that just seems like it's a piece of dust yeah, or like, dust it or it's like, it's a really... bug, my dude, like yeah, a spider web, like a piece of debris, like it's a nothing. Debris. <laughs> it's a debris. Okay. <laughs> like if you see an orb, it's like 99%, probably some debris. <laughs> yeah. Just flying around and reflecting light because that's what it does. Like I just never have felt like that seems plausible. So a man just instantly being like, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. That's a, a dumb AF, okay? Like, so sure. dumb. But some of them, some of them, and the ones that have a pattern are weird. So, like, I, like, and that's the thing about all of this paranormal stuff and all of the UFO stuff that we look into is, like, some of it's really super, super dumb and clearly not real. But to tell the stuff that's more, more likely something that's supernatural versus the things that are a hoax or versus things that are real, I tend to look for patterns. Now, there's a lot of videos of people legitimately filming in their homes and seeing shadow people. And there's a lot of videos there in that, in this show specifically, there's a lot even in, in all of the shows, even from, like, I, actually all of them, there are people that submit videos of shadow people where they have their, like, phone camera fixated on a door, and you just, like, barely see a tiny, like, shoulder, and then it goes, boop, and it, like, disappears. And it's scary. And and that there was enough, like, there was enough different submissions in all of the shows from different people where I'm just like, that seems more legitimate. Because yeah, of how many times it happened to different people. Not because of, like, sure, could it have been someone in their house, like, literally robbing them? <laughs> like, probably. Yeah, but but, but, like, but... but one of the people actually saw a shadow person, like, lift their head up and went immediately behind, like, where they saw them. There was nothing there. Yeah. So... I've I've seen those before. Yeah. So that's fr- that freaks me out. So Because I've seen those a couple times at the house I grew up in. Yes. And yes, that's right. And those... They have those on camera. Like, it's <laughs> weird. It's weird. Because, like, I feel like it's one of those things, like, I've talked about, like, 
when you see something weird and your brain can't compute it, I could compute that when I saw it. I just knew it was terrifying. Yeah. And it seemed like if you watch this new, uh, the paranormal caught on camera and all of the ones where the people film a shadow person, they're either like in an office or in their house or whatever, and they hear something and they're like freaked out and they see it. And like, they legitimately are terrified. Like they yeah. scream, like they're scared shitless and they react to it. So it's not just Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Oh my gosh. I saw, there was like, I I might might have sent it to you or I saved it. And Lord knows I'll never find it because I have a million TikToks that I've that's, saved. But that's there, fair. Was, <laughs> there was like a guy who was going through a house that was known to be haunted. And he goes into, he, he compiled, he went in several times and he compiled clips of him seeing the shadow entity in the house. And it was, it was, fucking hilarious after a while because it's just clips of him walking into a room and seeing it and going holy shit and just like, <laughs> like just after a while he's just like fuck like yeah. every time he walks in but like one time he walked in and you could see something like behind a curtain <laughs> on top of the window unit air conditioner and he like looks at it for a second and it like scrambles yeah. off the air conditioner behind the bed and i was like no and people kept being like oh that's a t-shirt that's a that no but it, like it had weight and it was like, yeah, it looked like a thing and it just like ran. And he, he of course, was like, fuck, and just like ran away. <laughs> I was like, that would be me. Just like, ah. No, I genuinely like out of all of the videos I watched on this garbage television show, the most convincing were the people that saw the just barely like peeking around the corner shadow creatures because it happened so many times and there were so many videos of it. Like, just so many. And, like, poltergeist activity. There's a lot of videos of poltergeist activity, which is not shocking. Like, right. I, whatever that is, whether it's, like, dead people or them manifesting it or a tulpa or who even knows. Like, that genuinely happens and they have video of it. And that's wild. And the shadow people, too. Like, that's wild, too. But, like, orbs, I'm just... I'm just not like they're all like I'm like I'm like that's like just some dust like it's I don't some know man dander. It's some, I don't know it's man fine. Yeah. yeah I agree with that and yeah shadow people I think are the scariest most plausible because I think it's I also think it's believable because it's between something as innocuous as like mm -hmm. a light on the screen and like an actual ghost or demon right like, it's like this awful nebulous thing that like is believable as being real and something you could see yeah well and it's almost like every time that these people are see them or filming or them or something it's like i don't know they feel this like ominous presence yeah and so it's like something is there which is even which is even worse <laughs> like, yeah i remember the time the two times that i've seen them no you could tell that it felt like someone was watching no you. and then yeah. you look and you see no. it and you're like Fuck. <laughs> no and no it, like no, I they said that. the same thing. Like, in uh, on those times that they showed the shadow, pe like, people that had filmed them had said, like, they felt like something was watching them. And I'm yeah, like... Yeah, because both mm. times I remember stopping and making the effort to look around because I had that feeling. Because otherwise right. I wouldn't have seen them. Right. Because, like, I was just, like, and then looked and saw them and was like, fuck this, goodbye. Ugh. And I don't... It's like, I don't want to, like, sell the people who see the orb short, but, like, I also feel like... I feel like... I feel like the orbs could could be legitimately real, but I feel like it also needs to be like 
investigated. Like, yeah. the guy who did not clearly investigate the spider web in his camera. Like, right. I was like, my dude, that's clearly a spider web. Like, just go look at it. It's like, I've had spider webs in cameras before. Like, it looks weird and spooky. Or, like, if it's a bug or something. Like, I don't know. Well, rule one of all of these should be investigate further, not simply just believe it. Right. Well, I know. One time, okay... I have an orb story. We need to hear Ooh. my orb story. Yeah. Okay, I'm all, I have two orb stories. Ooh. Okay. So when, this is just because my, my, my father is just, is an alcoholic and just a mess. But he, when my grandma died, my dad was like, oh, I'm seeing orbs and was like taking pictures with my like, like a digital camera and being like, oh, it's your grandma's spirit. It's the orbs. And I was like, it's probably just dust. Like, and he was taking pictures all over how she had just died, which, like, is spooky. And sometimes when people pass away, you do get experiences. Like, you do actually see things. You sometimes see birds or plants or, like, remembrance of them. Like, the thing with my grandpa and the happy birthday thing. Like, sometimes you do have experiences. But, like, even as a kid, I was just like, I'm pretty sure this is just because the house is dusty. (laughs) Yeah, it's just a little dusty. I was like, I'm pretty sure it's just because the house was dusty. And then I had another orb experience when I was in Scotland and I was in the Fairy Glen and I took a bunch of pictures there and there was one picture of me with all these orbs around me and I was like, it's it's misty AF over here. Like we're in the yeah. middle of Scotland. Of course, there's a bunch of like orbs. So like, and it was always on these like shitty ass DSLRs, like the really old ones. Like, you know, the, like, square... So I was, like, it's always on this kind of same kind of camera, but it's not on iPhones. Right. So I'm, like, clearly this was some sort of, like, dust or water artifact that people took as a spiritual experience. Now, I don't doubt, could ghosts manipulate dust? Who knows? That's a thought. Who knows? (laughs) Who knows? Is that possible? I don't know. Maybe that's the easiest thing to move in maybe, spiritual form. I'm like, I'm not going to deny these people their experience, but I also like am highly, highly skeptical of orbs. Like, yeah. even though I've had those experiences where my dad was convinced, whatever, that the orbs were ghosts, but he, who knows, he was probably drunk. <laughs> I think it's just one of those things that like, we know that drops of water or like you said, or like mist in the air or dust are all going to present the same thing. So it's kind of like, is it dust or is it a ghost? Now, okay, see, Schnauzer in chat said this, and this is way more, like, this is way more solid to me. And Schnauzer said, I wasn't there when it happened, but when my grandfather passed away, those who were around him on his deathbed saw the lights in the room flicker when he took his final breath. Like, that's way more solid to me than seeing a, like, digital orb in a DSLR. Right. Like, that seems much more interesting and paranormal paranormally connected to someone's death than just seeing an orb. Yeah. So. I agree. Yeah. But shadow people, I don't fuck with them. No. I think that shit's real. I really do. Yeah. That's like, scary. Whatever that is, like, there's those people in hats. The hat yep. shadow people. There's the shadow. I mean, these videos on this show, like, they are peeking around from doorways. Like, I can't you gotta, deal with you it. You gotta watch it. It's messed up. Like, I don't think I could, because, like, the, I literally... Like, it's messed up. It's messed up. I've seen it. Like, the ones I've seen have had hats. Like <laughs> No, they had hats? Yeah, they had hats. You could tell, like, the one looked like he had a hat. I don't like the hats. Yeah, like I don't like black. the hats. Yeah. 
And no. I mean, I think I've read things where those are maybe connected, but they connect yes. the men in black with like everything. But it's, no, I it's don't scary like that. shit. I don't like it. Mm-mm. I don't like it. Well, I have to go put the chickens to bed. It's time. Okay. You put them to bed and I'm going to so. tell them about the first episode of A Ghost yes. in My Life. Do that. Do that. that. Yes, excellent. I'll be right back. I'm sorry, it's spooky. We have to find a new time to do this because of daylight savings, which is dumb, everyone. Yeah, we could do it earlier in the day. It gets dark at 4.30 p.m. and my chickens are like, what happened? So (laughs) It's nighttime. It's nighttime. Okay, I'll be right back. Okay. (laughs) So we also watched A Ghost Ruined My Life. I watched the first four or five-ish episodes this morning, marathoned it, do not recommend, do not do as I do. That one is on Discovery Plus, which is an add-on on Amazon Prime. So it's unfortunate that Bezos get, can get your money, but you could be like me and just do the seven-day free trial and then cancel it. So that's an option. Basically, this show is formatted very similar to Beyond Belief. So kind of like the classic someone is telling a story and they're doing a dramatic reenactment but it does not work as well as beyond belief so the first episode i think was the best one but i didn't watch all of them it was about how this woman moved into a house and there were was a lot of negative energy and there were several entities in it like one of them there was a, a young man who committed suicide and she helped like settle his soul But him doing so opened a portal to hell or something in her house and like darker things came through. And what was interesting, I think the one interesting thing about this was it seemed that consistently the people that were interviewed ended up being paranormal researchers by the end of it. Because like this lady at the end was like, I travel around and talk to people about paranormal things. Also because, like, I can never stay in one place because I'm terrified that the, the demons will get me. And I was like, that's very upsetting. upsetting Emotional damage! It was, I think that what worked in the first episode was kind of like that journey. And the, the story was not as formulaic. I think that the, the show itself suffers from it becoming a formula. Because guess what? The ghost ruins their lives. Imagine... Basically, yes, everyone, everyone has an experience and not, it's not just an experience. The hook is their lives are completely ruined and they're miserable forever, which is kind of a little dark. The it's, it's done by Eli Roth. And I'd be interested if any of you know who he is, because I had to Google him and Jack thought it was Zachary Quinto, but it's not like they just look similar, but I think he did Cabin Fever. Um... And maybe, like, a couple other scary things. But I did not know who he was. But I think another problem is he has a crew involved in this show. And he doesn't really do anything. He just, like, narrates the beginning. And then he's like, bye. So that was weird. Okay, he did Hostel. And, yeah, it seems like he, the Eli Roth guy, did horror movies that are not made for me, basically. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, they're just, like, Hostel and cabin fever i'm pretty sure they're just upsetting upsetting like gross horror movies okay yeah that makes sense because i was saying i was like this show i think that the things that it's trying to be beyond belief but it's too formulaic the hook of the show is that these people had experiences what doesn't work for this show is it, it it's clearly trying to be 
like Beyond Belief, if we set that standard, Beyond Belief kind of set that standard for paranormal shows, but it doesn't work because your host is very detached. Eli Roth literally is just like, hi, I'm Eli Roth and I am presenting this and like that's all it is and the rest of the show is done by his crew like he's not even present so that doesn't make sense or like some smosh producer (laughs) yeah it's it's weird and then like i think that the premise like a ghost drew in my life that sounds funny but the 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 kicker is in every one of these stories the ghost actually ruins their lives and it's very depressing like (laughs) i was like oh no yeah oh your life is actually ruined like in the one episode this woman had to get divorced from her wife and never see her child again because it yes, ruined her life. I watched that and one. I was like, um, <laughs> I actually kind of hate this. Well, and I was also just like, no, this is Feathers. It's not Nuggie. Yeah, Nuggie's. No, it's Feathers he's, yelling. Uh, he's being quiet. He's loafing on his brick, actually. Feathers is just really mad and biting my hand. So it's... <laughs> oh, Wait, are you talking about the the UFO like baby making documentary? Oh God. We watched? I don't want to talk about that one actually. <laughs> <laughs> it might net or my like my Fire TV or whatever keeps recommending. Get it. out of here! Out of here! I once, once was enough. Once was more than enough. Once was enough of this. Oh my gosh! But it's it's weird, right? Like that. I did not expect it to actually be people's lives are 100% ruined. No, it was <laughs> like, sad. It was, like, actually sad. I, I thought, like, their pants would catch on fire and they'd be like, whoa, that no. sucked. Anyways, now I'm a doctor, but it was just, like... Oh, did yes. I send you? I did. I was... <laughs> oh, my God. I think I do have that picture. I'll I'll share that one. Hold on. This one's important. Yeah, it's, it's like, a lot of trauma, I think- Lily. It's, like, it's literally talking to people with severe trauma. And... I think yeah. in a lot of cases, it felt like there was, there were a couple, like the episode where the woman had to get a divorce, it almost felt, because I think we've talked about this before, that possession and, and like hauntings and stuff can somehow be, syno- yes. can sometimes be synonymous with mental health issues. And it felt like yeah. in her case that like, she said that this stuff would happen and like feed off of her negative emotions and like she would have a lot of anger issues and she would have a lot of problems and it was just so sad because it felt like yeah maybe there could have been something paranormal going on there but also it seemed like she was just having a terrible time and her life is completely ruined like she doesn't have her partner anymore and it's very depressing and that's really hard like I feel like it's like could it be something paranormal sure but could it also be something like related to mental health issues also all of them felt that way like all the ones i watched i skipped the asylum one because the the guy annoyed me in it sorry dude that's totally fair i can't find it but more or less his pants were on fire (laughs) his no joke was on fire it was literally like the ghost attacked him and it was with fire and then it was just his junk on fire it's like that was it yeah, the... I mean, it was... Oh. Yeah, it, it was, was bad. It was it just was so bad. bad. And, like, I think my favorite clip I saw... <laughs> I was laughing. I sent it to Kayla immediately. I was, like, laughing so hard. I was, like... I just, like, took a picture of the TV and I was, like, ghost... Ghost in my, my life. life. Junk on fire. <laughs> the the one that got me was, I think, the one with the, the woman who got the... Who got divorced. Where, do you remember, she's playing hide and seek with her kid... And she goes in this room and flips the light on 
and there's just this like spiky demon in the corner and she turns the light oh off God, and it disappears yes. and then she reaches over and turns the light on again and it comes back and then she turns it off and it disappears and she does it like another two times and I was like please this is too much like it was just ugh. yeah I have a lot of problems <laughs> with these shows I think that there is a fine line to walk when it comes to reenactments like, you want it to yes. be goofy. You want to have, like, some level of goofy, but you need to be serious and have good acting and good production when it needs to be serious. And I don't think that show hit the mark with either things, except no. for that light switch moment. No. I thought that was hilarious. That was. No, I agree. It was... I don't know if this... But I just, I'm just worried that these shows are sending the wrong message to people. Yeah. I think that that, that one in particular felt like ev- it didn't feel believable and it felt like it was kind of i don't know the t- the term i'm thinking of here but making a spectacle out of people's trauma it's exploitative it was it basically they kept using the excuse they would they would stop and be like people really need to hear they're not alone. People need to know they're not alone. And I'm like, I don't think that's what you're doing here, though. Like, you you are talking to these no. people. You're making them and oftentimes relive these very terrible moments of their lives that they say they worry will bring that negative energy back. Like, re- retelling this is going to bring that energy back. And they're it's, right. it's awful. It just seems, yeah, exploitative, like, for sure. Yeah, and it's just like, and the, they were like crying too. And I was like, oh no, these people are crying. Oh no, I don't want to watch these people cry. Like, I know how it is to do interviews on a reality show and it is not yeah, fun. And it's just like, it is not fun. I think the, we we talked to earlier today, there's one episode, it was like the fourth or fifth one where it was, it was pretty cool. This, the, well, cool. This lady like, had a curse on her family placed there by a witch, oh which God, they did yes. not like had they put the time. I think another issue is like, none of this is ever researched. They don't say we're going to help no. you. We will help no. you find out what this could be. Like get you some closure. They're just like, Hey, tell us how much your life fucking sucks. So we could tell everybody else. Like it's, but basically she was like, yes, I found out my grandmother like interfered with this witch sacrificing a baby. And she cursed our family. And then like, which seems not yeah, legitimate. Yeah, it seems not legitimate. And also, like, why not look into, help her look into it? Like, be like, oh, okay, well, like, where was your grandmother? Where'd she grow up? In what year approximately do you think this happened? Like, let's see what people were around her. Go to that area. And, like, you know, like the UFO guys do, where they just are like, let's go yeah, look into yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just felt very inappropriate, yeah. I guess. You know what? It's, you know what? If we ever had a paranormal show, I feel like I would love a paranormal show that takes into account people's, like, trauma with these incidents. Like, because they never do. They don't, because they know that's, like, they're like, oh, yes, people, I think that that's the problem with television is they're always, like, people like to watch other people suffer, which is the internet as well. (laughs) Beezavore said, you do have a paranormal, and thank you, (laughs) Beezavore, we do have a paranormal show, thank you. Which is better than... Like Discovery Plus, which like why is this even on Discovery Plus? Don't let yeah, me get into like that. Like History Channel, here we go. But it's like it it <laughs> it's it's very exploitative because it is. It's like that is I I went into it thinking oh it's gonna be silly ghost stories and then they're gonna like figure out what it was or like you know at least share a story and be like but I'm okay now. But it was literally like 
tr- like, let me talk about my trauma. And yeah. You could, because then the person watching is going to be like, wow, my life doesn't suck. Like, because that's how TV works and the internet works is like. Right. And it's, oh, I it's know. awful. So this person is like self-flagellating on TV for you to talk about their ghost story and bring up this, this shit. And it's like, no, there's no closure. There's nothing done to help this person. And it just feels terrible. I know. It's like, I would like for it to be like hoarders when they're like, we got a therapist to follow up with them to make sure yeah. that they were okay. Like, yeah, why not? Bit, like, why know? not get it? I'm sure y'all have a budget, Eli Roth, for right? a therapist. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, like a paranormal therapist. Like, I wish that the person was talking to them was much more open to their experience and what happened to them and their trauma versus like getting down to figure out what happened because at that point the person's traumatized and it doesn't matter what happened like it really does talked about that where it's like yes there are times where we don't necessarily believe like we don't always believe orbs but if the person had an experience and they believe it's real then it's it's real to them and we could never discredit that we would never discount that so it's like right. and at the end of the end at the end of the day it's still an experience and if it still means something to them and causes them trauma it's something valid that needs to be yep. talked about and not dismissed yeah, not just been like wow because, what a like story said, <laughs> if it's right if it's something that we don't understand then it's something we don't understand yeah you and know it's like i think the one that messed me up the most was the one where that woman like literally like at the end like she talks about how this ghost like made her really angry it made her lash out at her wife and like lash out at her oh, child that was yeah so and, like sad. they show her that was so at the sad. end just sitting alone on her fucking porch and like just hitting home that this woman is all alone now because of whatever she went through and like how terrible it was. Yeah. She's completely alone and feels as if she has to, to be alone for the rest of her life. And they're like, here she is alone on her so porch sad. at sunset. The end. And I, I was know. like, wow. Well, yeah, that one was really sad. And it's like, whatever's happening to her, like she just needs help. Yes. And like all of them, I felt like did. And it's like the witch one. I was like, why not help her figure out what that's all about? Like, get her some help, like, be it, like, an exorcist or someone who, like, a a medium or someone, and then also do the research to be like, okay, her grandmother said this, this started based on an interaction with someone, so maybe try and figure Mm -hmm. out who that could have been. Like, don't just be like, wow, that sucks. Anyways, here's a thousand dollars for being on our show. Goodbye. Like... Yeah, I mean, it, it is. And at the end of the day, it is reality TV, which is why it, that's it's it's not a documentary. Its entire purpose is that sort of that shot. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And I think the there was the the first one was the the weird house. The second was the second one. So I have to nod at feathers. He's been oh, attacking my hand the this whole time. So I'm giving Very him the important. nod. Everyone that listens to the podcast, Kayla and I both have pigeons, and mine's just extremely yeah. aggressive. So, <laughs> not all pigeons not all are like them, this. Some of them are dumb, right, Nuggie? Some of them are dumb. Many of them are sweet. This one, in particular, is just a vicious <laughs> monster. I can't. I feel like a lot of the episodes. I will say, like, maybe watch the first one if you want to watch it at all, and like, be like, that's that's enough. I'm good. Like, because they're all. Formula- formulated the same and i'm assuming this is why it only had one season well no but the paranormal caught on camera 
which is that minus some of the trauma, some of the trauma is like seven seasons. And it's definitely the same producers and same production company because they use all of the same stock footage, which some we've used for the intro for Spooky Scouts. <laughs> the witch at the end, definitely oh, saw that, that one. one. And also yeah. what's funny is Jack was convinced that when I said Eli Roth, he was convinced I meant Zachary Quinto. And if you Google them, they look <laughs> like they do look like the same man. And like, if you Google their oh names together, God, there's no. multiple instances of picture, people putting their pictures side by side. <laughs> like, they they look very similar. So there you go. But Zachary Quinto would never, I assume. He seems he seems like That's he's amazing. got more important things going on. Zachary Quinto, you know, being Spock <laughs> and whatever. Yeah, that, par- that's paranormal caught on camera is much more fun to watch than a ghost yeah, in my life. Like, ghost in my life that. was not what I wanted it to be. I wanted it to be basically beyond belief, which it's not. But it's not. It's very much not. And no. like I think what I think what works and like if if someone wants to make a show like that in the future, I think they have to get the right host and they need to let the the ho- the host have a segment that breaks up the gravity of what the stories are. I think that's what works with Beyond yes. Belief. Well, and they, Beyond Belief, Belief also didn't have the actual people, like, being really sad and crying. Yeah, like, that was... Like, you don't even need that. You really don't. Like, you don't need to have no. those people in there. Like, if you could be like, D- would you like to be? Like, but I would be like, no, you don't. It's fine. Like, you know, if you have a website or something, we could send people to it. Yeah. But you don't need to go through that in a public forum. Because no one needs to relive their trauma on a public forum for public consumption because no. it's no one's business. <laughs> they sure <Yeah>. don't. <laughs> it's literally no they one's sure do business not. at all. No, no. They sure do they sure do not. They sure don't. Feathers Feathers is just He's pissed. I just I don't even know how to show you how pissed he is. Like, can I can you like Oh my god. Yeah. Did you hear him? <laughs> Look, are you He's oh like, yeah there yeah. yeah can you see it just it's this has been the whole time just constant just just the whole time just biting my hand yeah they, they shake like a dog it it's were, hilarious yes as if it were a dead animal just a carcass it hurts <laughs> <laughs> it's not it's not great he is the angriest yes, bird he alive, really is yes. <sighs> but anyway that's my that's my assessment yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think that's fair. And I think I think that there's a lot more safety in UFO shows that are like that. I think that those are less. Yes. Well, there are still some trauma like stories with it, traumatic stories. But overall, they tend to do research. Well, but I feel like because like ghosts and that sort of side of paranormal things, there's just so much opportunity for it to, it to be something that's also mental yep. health related to where it's not a safe place for them to even be talking about this. And it's like, you need to find someone to help you, not, like, to yes. interview you. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's the problem. So, anyways, paranormal television is very hit or miss. There's a lot of garbage yeah. out there, everyone. And if they tell you, it's garbage if they tell you, whatever you see, believe it's paranormal. Like, literally, it, like, the paranormal caught on camera says that. And no. I'm like, no, don't do don't that. Do, do your do that. research. Question don't the suspicious. Yeah, investigate. <laughs> investigate like like if i see something paranormal the first thing i do is not going to be like oh my god it's the ghost of jfk jesus (laughs) Jesus. like by the way the jfk people are still there what um (laughs) apparently now they have to die to see jfk or whatever i'm like like the cult cult thing 
the cult pinnacle. It is a cult thing. Well, yeah, but like, they're all, are they gonna like, like, do something bad? I hope not. No, where I can't even deal with that this week. Like, I can't even deal with the Q update this week. It's just I've, I've lost hope. <laughs> just like I can't even. Yeah, deal with this it. is gone too far. That's like I okay. Really can't. My, minor Q update is that I drove. We were driving to town today. And we saw a flag hanging out someone's house outside of someone's <gasps> house that said, um, "No." It, it said, "What? It's a way to go, Brandon, or something." No! Oh my God! That's their like. Uh, it's, Let's it's, go, it's, Brandon. It's, yes, the the what? Yes, that's what they use to like yeah, insult Biden. Jack, Jack told me. Jack explained to me. It doesn't make sense, but he said that basically at sports no. events they started shouting "fuck you, Biden," and they were like, "Hey, that you can't say that on the TV. Like you can't say that." So they decided to start saying, let's go, Brandon. But then there's people like me driving by like, oh, whose kid's named Brandon? That's really nice that they got a flag. <laughs> but no. <laughs> it's, oh, Blight Phoenix in chat said it started a NASCAR race. And here's my not fucking surprise yeah. face. Considering my uncle who, like, was voted for Trump and wears, like, cut off t-shirts and sits on top of trailers at NASCAR That's, races. It's so dumb. But, I'm like goes there so i'm like i'm so not they're shocked. basically they're I'm censoring themselves and i'm like what but like in a way that's like nobody's gonna know what that is like literally i thought because there's like a 5k going know. on today Only- like in that area and i was like oh is this for someone running in the race that's really nice i just <sighs> i can't i just can't i i like it's I mean, we need to do a whole episode at some point about all of this stuff because it's like the cult status is legitimately scary. The fact that flags are being made that say that kind of stuff is legitimately scary oh, and just it's awful. It's awful. So. And yeah, like um, that uh, Bees of War said in chat that it can be a bit of a dog whistle. That's what Jack said because I was like, that's stupid. No one's going to know what it is. And he was like, oh, yes. it's so they can identify yes. each other. And I was like, that's disgusting. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, Blight Phoenix said the crowd was shouting F you Biden and a TV reporter said they were shouting let's go Brandon <laughs> in support of a driver <laughs> that's actually oh a nice God. save on the TV reporter's part like to be like uh they're actually saying this like oh yeah Turtle Queen that's common uh, is, 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 they don't they don't want to get vaccines they don't want to and it's I just wish that vaccines weren't political you know, I just, I wish with all my heart that vaccines weren't political, but we can't get away from it. So, oh, I, yeah, I've been, I've been reading a whole bunch about the Q stuff recently and doing a bunch of research into it. And it's just, it's, I just, it's getting worse and worse. And it's like getting to the point where I'm just scared for 2024. Like, I'm legitimately scared. Re-election? Because if Trump runs again... Because at this point, like, um, it being called any time, like, any election is called a fraud, like, now any election can be called a fraud, like, it's pretty much opened the door to just saying it all the time, and, like, and I, and, like, especially the the Kyle Rittenhouse Mm -hmm. thing, where it's just like, well, now it's cool, you can just bring your AR-15s into a protest, I'm just like... It's all of that adding up is just a, it's a tinderbox. It's a really bad tinderbox. And I just, I don't know on a spiritual and emotional level how to deal I with it. I will say I am kind of sticking with the belief that 
I would be shocked if Donald Trump lives to 2024 because he like is very <laughs> unhealthy and like only eats McDonald's. Yeah. I would be really like, yeah. I'm pretty much like, I think about it and I can't, I'm pretty much convinced he's going to die before then. That's where I'm living mentally right now, which is a safer space. Like, I'm just yeah. like, he's not going to be alive. There's no way. So I, that's a good place to be. I mean, being like, not that I would wish that anyone were to pass away. Oh, my God. But, you know. Yeah. No, that's a, that's a good point. L.O. Carlton said, Gene Simmons made this whole analogy about how the government tells you what to do anyway, like stop signs, federal law, etc. So why are vaccines mandates any different? Yeah. I mean, it's it's... I just don't understand how people can think that it's some sort of supernatural or conspiratorial thing. I'm like, well, it's, it's, it's I so guess, dumb. I know, I guess it's like I've been around the world enough and seen enough things where I know that the American government could never in a million years plan that kind of conspiracy. Yeah. Like, at this point, I'm like, that keeping aliens is a secret is probably the like, most complicated well, thing. Well, I think a lot of that done. was luck. <laughs> Honestly. Yeah, right. But, right. Uh, media yep. censorship, which yeah, they're great. Mostly at, media. So. Because if you think about it, it all started yeah. by like the media being like, You're dumb if you think this was an alien. Like it was not. <laughs> right? Yeah. And I just I don't know. It's it's just it's rough. And it makes me really sad that people won't get the vaccine and then die. Like I genuinely feel bad. I'm like, you could have lived if you would have just gotten this vaccine and not had this misinformation. So the most ridiculous thing to me is the people who they try to come up with the excuse of like, well, I don't know what's in it. And I'm like, okay, fuck. Do you know what the fuck's in Coca-Cola? I like, <laughs> I don't know. What's yeah. I don't know. What's dog. <laughs> yeah. Like, you're eating a ton of those. Like you guys are eating, you guys are eating hot dogs. I eat the veggie dogs. That, Cause I yeah. know what's in those, but I don't know what's in those hot dogs. I don't know what <laughs> all's in a snicker bar, but like, yeah. I would eat a Snickers. Like, it's, like, I'm just, fine. I'm just so tired. I feel like this happens every end of the season of our show. Like, every end, we're just like, oh, my God. We're yeah, so we're just tired. like, people, people are terrible. And I think, and, and to tie it back to these shows, I genuinely believe it's because shows like this, like, Paranormal Caught on Camera, tell people, like, oh, just believe it's paranormal if you see it. And it's like, just oh, just believe, believe it. that yeah. the vaccine's... 5g if you see it on facebook and it's like no don't just no. believe what you hear I, automatically any no, across the board please. like because i was telling to, to to tie it back to the internet being terrible there have been just a couple instances i mean there's constant instances of like e-celebrities airing their dirty Stop laundry going. online oh so there yeah. was like one recently with a guy that like jack used to think was funny and like i guess his girlfriend like aired a bunch of dirty laundry about him. I don't know the full thing. Whatever. Right. I don't really care. But the thing is, like, people will just... I hear stuff like that, and I'm like, I don't know. It's none of my business, first of all. And I do not wish yes. to know it. <laughs> and second of all, like, we don't... Like, everyone's reality is their perception of it. Like, I don't want to discredit anyone, but it's like, you need to know that there's more to a situation. You should not just believe 100% of what you hear from anyone. Right. Well, and it's, it's not just that. It's like, as someone who experienced that firsthand, it's like relationships and everything in your life are complicated and nuanced. 
Like these things are complicated, like relationships and things with other people are complicated. All of this stuff is complicated and the internet wants to dilute it down into black and white and good and bad. And as soon as we do that, we become like everyone becomes dangerous and abusive. It's like how the right wants to create literally a holy war. Like, and I'm not even joking. Like, I've listened to, I know this is like getting off topic of paranormal investigations. It's very deep. I'm sorry. But, but like, all I listen to anyone read a lot of things about these, like, right wing podcasters like Alex Jones and all these sorts of things, because I'm fascinated by them. And I could talk about it on here. It's, it's a hobby of mine. A fun little <laughs> hobby. But a fun, just a fun little hobby. And they, it's dangerous, like, because it is literally a holy war. It has gotten to the point where people call into Alex Jones's channel and he, and they say, like, like, you know, God bless you in this fight, like in this holy fight. Like he says that Satan, literal, the, the, the Judeo-Christian Satan is the reason that all this stuff is happening. Satan. And like. And I, then on the left, everyone is too busy getting mad over someone like photoshopping AOC into an anime. And I'm like, you guys, <laughs> these people literally have guns and are saying Satan is the reason that all this stuff is happening. And we're all like upset about this while it is wrong. Like, I just feel like everyone is so focused on these other things. I'm like, while the right is like so off the rails yeah, dangerously. with some of this stuff. Dangerously, like cultishly and paranormally, they genuinely think that things like, and it's like, I feel like it's like a, they think it's like a manifest destiny Well, and if you think thing. about it, like, just like the situation with a, like a paranormal experience, if you go somewhere and you, you walk in the door and there's like a shadow person and you're like, holy shit, I believe that this is real, whether it is or not. And you go get a gun and you go back in to like deal with it. Like you don't like, it's just, yeah, it's not, it's not great. Now, Figure it out. Pay attention. L think LR with your brain. That's what LR Carlton said. And I think this is partially true is the second that a lot of boomers or older people had access to the internet. They were ruined because a lot of them didn't go to college or didn't listen, I guess. <laughs> And therefore weren't taught critical thinking skills and data analysis. And that, I, I do agree that the critical thinking skills and data analysis are so incredibly important. And I, I attribute that to me getting a history yep. degree. Like I learned research skills when I got my history degree. And if you don't learn those sorts of things, or you you think that your that your cousin Joe on Facebook is 100% telling the truth all the time with their, you know, bizarre QAnon theories, like it's... And you don't think, wow, maybe that's not true. Maybe JFK Jr. can't come back alive because that's totally wild and he totally died. <laughs> like, I'm like, uh, <laughs> how many people have come back from the dead? Imhotep? That's just yeah. one. <laughs> Imhotep? Oh my God. Who was that? Who was in that yeah, movie? Yeah. Brenda Fraser? That's great. That, yeah. That's a historically accurate Bless. film. No, it's not. Yeah. You know. And, and you know what's weird, too, is they always bring up, like, movies. They always bring up movies. And, like, there was recently a couple of QAnon conferences where they did a bunch of, like, this one guy did, like, speeches from, like, Braveheart. They all bring up these weird, like, 80s, what? 90s movies references. Yeah. Like, it's think... weird. It's really no, weird. No, 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 no shade towards anyone who likes this book, but like, do you think they all like Ready Player One? Like, because that's what that sounds like to me. I mean, kind <laughs> of, probably. It wasn't. It wasn't that good. It's fine. 
Oh, it wasn't. That's fine. Also, I'm traumatized by DeLoreans. I can never. Oh. So I have to stay away. <laughs> the worst car. <laughs> the worst car. Oh, yeah. George Carlin did do a whole bit about how people can't critical thing. But uh, no, L.R. Carlton, I think you're correct, is that it's a it's a dark age that's brought on by people's own ignorance. It's a dark age brought on by the fact that we have every single bit of information exposed to us on the Internet. And instead of using critical thinking skills and going, maybe Facebook is not the place to get my news. Excuse you, meta. They, yeah, or they just go, I just, they just assume it's true. And it's like. Maybe don't. I just. Maybe don't. Maybe think about it. Yeah. Because if you just, just, you know, look at yourself. Okay. When I worked at the Wildlife Center, I had a coworker, Alex, who was a, one of the bird trainers and the educator. And his yeah. life motto, like when he was training birds, like he would get frustrated with them and he'd be like, you know, because training birds is very difficult. Like you have to have a ton of patience. There's a lot of like steps backwards before you make a step forward. So he would get frustrated and then he'd be like, you know, my motto, I would say to myself, I would come inside and I'd be like, I would look at myself in the mirror and I would say, hey, Alex, don't be a piece of shit. And so like that is my, like, so whenever you're thinking of like, you're frustrated and you want to just like, you hear something and you're like, yes, this is true. And I'm going to, I have a lot of strong feelings about it. And this is just something I heard and blah, blah, blah. Look at yourself in the mirror and be like, don't be a piece of shit. And like, think about it for a second. I don't know. Like, or a lot of, I think, and I've experienced this in my own experiences on the internet is that people don't want to be wrong. People don't mm -hmm. want to be wrong. They don't want to look at themselves in the mirror and say, I made a mistake. I was mean to someone and I assumed something and I was mm -hmm. wrong about it. And a lot of people literally cannot do yep. that. Like they cannot say I was wrong. And I think like that's what's happening with this QAnon stuff because they're going out there and they're going, this is going to happen. Like I can't even tell you. It's like at this point, it's like 20, 20 something times where they've been like the storm's coming. Oh, yeah. Well, that's like and Y2K. It's like it feels like Y2K. I know. Over it's again. like the end of the world. Or like people like assuming like like the rapture at this point. It's like the rapture well, the talk, you know, me, they're like, it's like all side tangent. But what gets me really is like all of these people are quoting the Bible and they're like, the end times are coming. And I'm like, doesn't like one of the, the main things I remember in the Bible is like, don't treat someone like they are Jesus, right? Like, what are you doing with this guy? <laughs> like, you can't say that this is the, this is the, 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 that. I don't know. Like, I know. Hmm. Well, and, like, the New Testament is a hot mess anyway, and, like, all totally mistranslated, and, like, that's even, yeah. I mean, don't give me, don't get in, I, I have a whole mm -hmm. thing about that. But this is why I watch, I, I watch a lot of shows about cults, I watch, I listen to a lot of podcasts about, like, all of this right-wing media stuff, because I genuinely feel like we are at a point where information is so ubiquitous, just like the paranormal caught on camera, like, like, we are seeing paranormal things genuinely caught on camera, but we need to research them. We need to look into them extremely, like, we need to intricately look at these things, say, is that a spider web in your cameraman who's yelling Jesus? Is that a ghost? Is that, I mean, because I, because I think that now that, like, the government is releasing these UFO videos and saying this Tic Tac is real, like, yeah. this shit is real, 
There's a lot of things that we don't understand. Could they be from our consciousness creating tulpas? Sure. Could they be things from another dimension? Sure. We just don't understand. There's so much more to the universe that we don't understand. And instead of looking at it with a scientific mind, we've got a bunch of like right wing people thinking that Satan is controlling like AOC. (laughs) I'm just like, I want to leave. (laughs) I want to leave. And that's and I feel like that's anyway, that's my that's my thought. Yeah, I feel like. It's interesting because those, those, in the instances of paranormal investigation that are a part of popular media make me feel the same way that a lot of this QAnon stuff makes me feel. Like it's, it's just, it's not well researched. It's just like anything that's, anything that's in the public eye is a mess. I don't know. I don't know what my statement I'm trying to get out is, but it's just all this exploitative stuff. It's very inappropriate and we're not, yes. we're not doing just in general as human beings, we're not helping people or each other in the way that we should like. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, and you can see it with like all of this, the Kyle Rittenhouse stuff. It's just like, it just is so mind boggling that like, Someone who can come to a protest with an AR-15 can not be punished for it. It's wild. And like, and it's like, no, 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 we need to not have the AR-15. Like, we need to go back like 10 steps and get rid of the AR-15s. Yeah, like, I, I, that, it's it's so stupid to me that it's like, people are like, oh, no, I want them. Like, I grew up with a guy who collected guns like that. And I'm like, so why? Who... Like, you know what's easier well, my, to collect? Fucking action figures. Like, just, no. like, get a new hobby. My, <laughs> my dad literally worked for the sheriff's department in Los Angeles, right? He worked at the Twin Towers jail downtown. He was friends with the sheriffs, and they would just go out into the desert and, like, shoot AR-15s. I'm like, what does this do for you? Like, I don't understand. Like, why are you just, like, oh. And I told you, I, like, I went hiking recently, and we went mushroom hunting, And it was all just bullets. Like, I mean, every single place we stopped, it was just, like, just targets and bullets. That's so dangerous out where you live, too, because people are going out and hiking all the time there. I mean, it's, and these were, these were forest roads, and it was just shotgun shells and bullet shells. I mean, I have never seen so many shotgun shells in my life. Like, and that's, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I just like, and that's, and I just imagine those people out there being like, whoa, we're in a holy war. And I'm just like, stop it. <laughs> like, our planet's dying. Yeah. Stop. Yep. Yeah. Anyway, I'm sorry I went to the No, I, <laughs> I was talking about this earlier with my friend and I was like, I'm just going to go into this because it's so, I just, it's lots of stuff that I've been thinking about lately because of like, I don't know, just where we are after COVID, like trying to survive again after all of the stuff that literally a pandemic hasn't ended and we're still in the same awful transitive area. And it's just, I feel like it's yeah. connected because I feel like, you know, I feel like traditionally a paranormal ghost show is going to be somewhere where, yes, you're going to feel like you are connected to people who believe the same things you do, or like you're going to feel like this is a safe space for you to share your interests because like 
uh, Riker's on the screen and he's telling you a scary ghost story. <laughs> but like in, yeah. in the modern ones, the, the ones of today are just airing, are p- putting people's trauma on display. They don't feel good at all. I know. Like <laughs> no, no, not even a not. So even I feel a like it's bit. connected. Like we're like all bit. of this, like this general attitude that 2021 has created. 2020, you know, the past four years, <laughs> four or five years, like yeah, it's very sad. I don't know. It's just not right. It's yeah. not fun anymore. I mean, we still have fun, well, but like that's not fun. Yeah, I know. That show's not yeah, fun. It's just. But I also have, I have empathy for these people that are scared. I have empathy for pe- for all of these people that don't know, like, that have been more or less, like, brainwashed to be like, oh, no, like, free medical care is a bad thing. <laughs> like, it's like, but, like, I lived in the UK. I had free medical care. I got sick and went to the doctor and it was sounds, free. Like, it sounds almost as if, like, like. You know, a benefit of living and being a citizen of a country should be that they supply you yeah. with your basic human rights. <laughs> I know. And there wasn't a wait. Like, I'm like, but I, like, I've lived and gone to other places in the world. And, like, they haven't maybe experienced that. I don't know. And Bia Zavor said that the people going out there and shooting things don't have an outlet and they should be playing airsoft and paintball. And I agree. Therapy. They should just be actually... <laughs> they should be going to therapy or actually yeah. LARPing. Oh, yeah. They could LARP, it. like... You can get the, I have some, yeah. I have a LARP sword in my closet. It's foam. You can hit people. No, LARPing is sick. Go out there and hit people with foam swords. Like, get it over with, it you know? Yeah. I listen to a lot of Collapse podcasts as well, and I just, I feel like it's just, I am still genuinely scared for 2024. So just be kind to your other humans, because I just, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I still think he's going to die. But uh, if you see something paranormal, please don't just believe it. <laughs> just think about it. Don't be a piece of shit. Just no. think about it. It's okay. We did it. That was a, a tough discussion. It was. But it's important to have these discussions because even though we have a small community of spooky scouts, I feel like research and empathy are the most important things that we can give to each other. Even though we're just a paranormal podcast, do your research and have empathy for other human beings. Talk about the things that you've experienced with a trusted friend. Yeah, even with people, even with people that you don't agree with, like it most likely they're just scared at having a change for their social norms or whatever. And I think that a lot of that comes yep. from fear. And it comes from fear and hu- the, of the human experience. Mm-hmm. And while and it's without discussing it, they become dangerous. They become fearful and dangerous. Got to connect with your fellow humans. And I... Your humans. Right. Yeah. And I, I saw a lot of posts about, like, Trans Day of Remembrance or Month of Remembrance. And it's like, that's... People's bigotry and anger towards the trans community comes from their fear and change of allowing people to live their best lives. And I just think that that's... As long as we destigmatize things and continue to, like, rise up or raise up people... And to show everyone that that everyone is acceptable and everyone is worthy, like, that will be better. And the only way we can do that is have empathy yep. for everyone. And take care of so. each other. Yeah. And that's that's my that's my thoughts. I think those are good thoughts. Those so. are the lessons we've learned today. Those are the from lessons we've learned ruined today. From I Ghost Ruined My Life. <laughs> 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 Ugh. Oh my god! This is everyone in chat. Get out of here! He's a pss, pss. I'm just spraying you. You're getting sprayed. You're getting sprayed. But uh, yeah. Be kind to other humans. Have empathy. Yes, that's all we can do. Well, 
And uh, yeah. Yeah. Should we do some stories? Yes, I can. Shall we? A story or two. I know we've running, we've run along, but a long episode's nice. How about we do? How, how about we do one? I got one in me because I I'm still okay. suffering a okay. little. <laughs> it's time for fact or fiction. We will be reading chilling tales submitted from the community and guessing: are these fact, fiction, or somewhere in between? Use your best spooky scout skills to determine the truth. Do you have a scary story to tell? You can submit them to us at SpookySaturdayStories at gmail.com to have them read on the show. Just make sure to include if they are fact or fiction and your name. Also, everyone is still being sexy for Bigfoot in the chat. Stop! And I stop. <laughs> like, okay, I, you can... Get out of here. You need to get out of here. I'm not yucking your yum. You could be about Bigfoot all you want, but this is oh not God. the place. Take it to the Discord. If you want me to make you a sexy Bigfoot channel, I will. Just ask me for it. Oh my god, please make them a sexy Bigfoot channel, If someone can come up with a clever name for that, I will name it that and I'll make it. Sexy (laughs) Bigfoot? (laughs) Oh my god. I'm upset. Okay, are you ready for a story time? This one comes from Cindy Bobindi. It's, It's just titled A Spooky Saturday Story. This didn't happen to me. It happened to my aunt. When she was about 13, she and my other aunt were playing with an Ouija board, asking it the basic preteen questions. Who am I going to marry? How many kids will I have? Etc. No unusual answers or weird things happened. Late that night, when my aunt was in bed sleeping, she was woken up by scratching at her window. Not unusual, because her cat would often scratch to get in at night. When she went to the window to let him in, instead of her cat, there was a demon face at her window and it was laughing as it scratched the screen with its long pointy fingers. What? <laughs> what? It had horns, a pig snout, and very dark skin. She closed her curtains and ran to her bed, covering her head with her blankets. She never told anyone about it until 12 years later after she was married and had a baby. She was standing at her sink in front of the kitchen window and was looking out. As she looked out the window, she saw a figure appear at the right side of her front yard. As it scurried across her yard, hunched over, it pointed at her and laughed. It was the same thing that was at her window when she was a teenager. It had hooves, dusky reddish skin, horns, a snout, and a tail. After she saw it the second time, she finally told my mother about it. it scares me to even write about it. No! What, a, a demon? demon? A demon? That just means that Satan, Satan is real. That we found Satan. He's not involved in the QAnon conspiracies. He's here. No, he's just hanging out. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't usually like expect tieflings in the wild. So I'm gonna say fiction. <laughs> that would be a cute tiefling with like a little pig snout. It would. It would. I don't disagree. Well, uh oh, this one's true. <laughs> She's a demon? Yeah, um, Cindy Cindy Bobindi says, As a side note, we have all heard footsteps running up her stairs when no one is there. And footsteps in the upper floor when no one is upstairs. Lights turn on and off in her house. And the window coverings are always being messed with. Blinds pulled, drapes opened. Maybe it's an imp. Oh, that would be cute. I mean, that sounds like an imp if he's just pointing and laughing and running away. (laughs) Like, yeah. Just sounds like yeah. a little buddy. Yeah. Everyone in chat is saying Saitan, and now I'm just hungry. Those are my, so. That's my favorite pun. <laughs> Ugh, it's so good. 
Um, well, that was an excellent, excellent story. Thank you, Cindy. And Bo I Bandy. think that um, appreciate. I think it. Casper wins the channel title with Bigfoot's boudoir. So Bigfoot's. <laughs> I'm going to make no. that channel. <laughs> no. <laughs> yes. And for, we still need to watch Water Oh, yeah. World. When do you want, we could do that, like, reward. we can even do that during the break if you wanted to. If it's just, like, one evening where we're watching Yeah, that would movie. be fine. Yeah, which reminds me, we are going on our seasonal break. This has been season three of Spooky Scouts. I hope you've enjoyed it or at least been relatively <laughs> entertained. <laughs> when we go on tangents about the collapse. <laughs> And then uh, next week, we will be off until the Sunday the 5th, which we'll be back to do book club, and it'll be our final episode of season three. And then we'll probably take a month or two off, and we'll be back in February? Yeah, whatever. I mean, we'll we'll probably talk about it as as time goes on. Yeah, we'll yeah, figure we'll out. figure it out. January, February. But we'll probably take December off for, like, holiday Because it's going to be bonkers, um, I'm sure, for everybody. It always is. Yeah, and it's good... It's always good to take a break so that I can continue to watch more bad shows and get inspiration. And figure for out books. I've been, I've enjoyed reading the books, <laughs> even though I definitely binge them all in like one day. But like, I think those yeah. have been fun. So we got to figure out some more books. Yeah, we'll find some more books. I have a couple good ones too that I want to read that are like folklore related, and I'd love yeah, to do some please. More like, stuff, so. I really like talking about like connecting folklore from different places and stuff like that. So I think. I think that would be fun. We should do a Koshche the Deathless one yeah. so I could talk about him. Yes. Oh, my God. And also remember that we also have all of the episodes that Jack edits up on Spotify and whatever podcast program you listen to. And he always edits us to sound smarter and puts funny things yes. in there. Yes, he so. did the Madame Blavatsky one, and it was good, despite my audio being garbage, which it was for a few episodes. But Oh, no. Like, he, he put in a lot of Kingdom Hearts noises, and um, <laughs> it's pretty good. <laughs> Oh my god. Amazing. So if you do want to keep listening, it's fun to re-listen to them uh, with Jack's editing. Yeah, and they'll keep coming out even during the hiatus every other week until they've caught up to where we are. So right now, like I said, you just put out the Madame Blavatsky one. So that's where the podcast is at. So there's a backlog. Yes. And thank you all for watching. We appreciate you. And uh, we will see you in a week. Stay safe. Keep your eyes on the sky. If you see anything paranormal, please don't just think it's real. Run towards it. Run towards it and see if it is something actually paranormal. Please (laughs) don't just assume it's real. Please just figure it out and then send it to us. Sounds great. That's what I would do. Don't be a piece of shit. Bye. 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 Thanks for joining us for another meeting of the Spooky Scouts. I'm Scoutmaster Kayla Klein, and you can find me on social media as at K-A-Y-N-C-L-I. And I'm Scoutmaster Holly Conrad, and you can find me on social media as at Holly Conrad or at Commander Holly, and you can find us both at WeGrowingHens.com. We hope you enjoyed learning and speculating with us tonight. If you want to find out more about the Spooky Scouts, you can find links to our social media, Discord, and more at SpookyScouts.com. You can offer the podcast some sustainable support and help us stay unbiased and ad-free by subscribing to patreon.com slash spooky scouts for as little as $5 a month. Spooky Scouts is recorded live weekly on twitch.tv slash hens. See you next time, scouts. And remember, keep your eye on the sky and dare to know.